Okay, we're going to start the first Indian we're going to learn about. Um, we'll see how far we get. Um, it is the part that I sent you from Rabbi Brev to say for Yibana HaMikdash called Mida Kineged Mida. And um, we'll go through it and uh, we'll see where we get with it. So, he starts off Sanhedrin, Sadivav Amalveiz. For all of you who always wanted to learn Gemara, here's your chance to learn Gemara and Sanhedrin. Amar Ula. Ula said, Amanumayav Shivi Bishi Dirushalayim Havu. Which, in parentheses, he writes from Rashi, Shchei Nimroim. Amanumayav were Shivi. Shivi is a, means a neighbor. Bishi means a bad one. They were bad neighbors of Kla Yisrael, of Yerushalayim. So Kevan de Shaminu, the Navi, the Kamisnabi, the Kurban of Yerushalayim, when Amun and Moyev heard the Nevi'im saying Nevua that there's going to be a Kurban of Yerushalayim, Ayin, Yirmiyola, Mebez, Chavches, the Pasuk says, Lachain, Kayamar Hashem, Inininaisin, Ezir, Azois, Biarakastim, Uyan, Vuchanetem, El Babel, Lachada, Vitito, Ezir, Azois, Baish, Shrafua, Yemiyoh Anavi had said Nevuah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give over Yerushalayim and the Beis HaBikdash into the hands of the Bukhanetzar Melech Bovel and he'll ignite it in fire and he'll burn it so they heard this Nevuah Amun Amoyev heard the Nevuah of Yemiyoh Anavi heard the Nevi'im so they said so they were neighbors so they heard these Nevuahs going on so Shochu Lenebuchadnezzar So now Nebuchadnezzar is in Babel He's not in Yerushalayim He doesn't hear the Nevi'im in Yerushalayim And it wasn't online or anything like that So he didn't know what was going on So But he had Amun Amayat. So what did they do? They sent him a message Pike, come out Vita and come which means, say, Mimkaimcha, come out of your place. The Nevi'im have said that you are going to conquer Israel. Come and conquer it. Now, an interesting conversation goes on, and it'll become more nicker a little bit later in this in this piece. But he says as follows: Omar, the Nebuchadnezzar sent back a message. He said, "I have a problem, Mistafina." Which he says in parentheses, the Rashi says, Omar Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar said, Ani mefachet, I'm afraid. He says, I'm afraid. There were other kings who tried to attack Yerushalayim, attack Kla Yisrael, and the endings were not so good with them. Paroi, Sisra, etc., etc. Sancheirev. He says, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to come and try attack Yerushalayim. Who knows what's going to happen to me? So Shalchulei, so Amun Amayev sent back a message. Ki ein ha ish bevesa, pasuk in Mishlei, vein ish al Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shenem Rashem ish Mokama. Hashem is not home anymore. He left. He left Yerushalayim. You don't have to worry about him. So Shalach lehu. So Nebuchadnezzar sent back a message. Yeah, bekrivahu vasi. Bekaravu, he's close by, he didn't leave that far. And if Klaisel needs him, he'll be back immediately. So I'm still afraid. It's not I'm not interested in coming. 
So Shalkulei, they sent him back. No, Halach Bederech Meirachaik. Not is he not home? He went far away. So you don't have to worry about him. The end of the pasuk there Mishle. So Shalachlohus, they said, I have another excuse. Is Luhu Tzadiki? They have Tzadikim. The Borachami. So he's far away. But there's Tzadikim. But they're going to dab him. And they'll bring him back. So again, eh, I'm in trouble. So Shalchulei, he sent, they sent back to the Buchanetzer. No, another passage there in Mishlei. Surara Kesef Lokach Biyadai. He took the uh, bundle of Kesef of money in his hand. What is that? Vain Kesef Ela Tzadikim. Okay, the tzaddikim are also not there anymore. You don't have to worry about the tzaddikim bringing Hashem back. He took the tzaddikim with him. Yeah? We're going to get to that. Shalaklu, so he sent them back. Okay, there's no tzaddikim, so you're saying it's all Rishayim. But Rishayim can do tshuva. Hadri Rishi b'tshuva uvoi rachami umaisilei. Harishoyim yaksur b'tshuva yivaksur rachami makadish baruchu, and he'll come back. So the tzaddikim aren't there, but the Rishoyim will do tshuva and they'll bring him back. So Shalchulei, they told him no. Kvar kavalem's man, he's not coming back so quickly. Hashem has already set a zman, a time for when he's going to return. Shememar liyoy makasa yovoi beisay. Ain Kesel is man, Shanemar by Keselian Kagenu. Pirish Rashi, Kvar Kabal and Man, he has already set a time, Shalayovay Ad Ayin Shana Shatashlam Golas Bobo. Hashem said he's not coming back for seventy years. So he's not coming back for seventy years, so they told Amunum uh told Nuchanet, they don't have to worry about that. There's an Avu you're gonna destroy Yerushalayim. Hashem has left. He took the Tzadikim with him. The Rishayim, they're not going to bring him back either because he has already set a time 70 years. So he continues in the next paragraph. Shalach Lehu, so he wasn't done, Nebuchadnezzar. He wasn't convinced yet. So he says, Sisvahu, v'loi matzina da'asi mitaglo mimitra. So he said, it's the winter time now. And I can't come. Why? Because I'm afraid of taglo when you when you uh, when you transfer um, from Aramaic into Hebrew or the other way around, a lot of times the tuf and the shin are interchangeable. So taglo is like shaleg. Uh, the gimel balamans also moves around over there, but they're related to each other. Umitra's rain. He's afraid of the rain and the snow. This is not good weather now for me to come from Babel to go attack Yerushalayim. So Shalchulei, they said, no, we have an eitzah. Ta ashino detura, which means Rashi says, ba derech taktis aharim. If you go next to the mountains in the bottom of the mountains, vaharim yaginu alecha min ashlagu min amitchim. You don't have to worry; it'll protect you if you're like in the valleys in the bottom of the mountains. The mountain will protect you from the rain and the snow. So Shalach Lehu, he told them, no. I asina, if I'm going to come, lastly duchta di asivna be. He says, that's good on the way in. The way in, I can go through the mountains. But when I get to Yerushalayim and I have to camp outside Yerushalayim, we're going to get wet. There's nothing to protect us. So what are we going to do? So they said, okay, we have an Eitzah for you. Shalkulei, they told him. Which part? 
Yeah, they said that when we get to Yerushalayim, so even though on the way you're right, we don't have to worry about the snow and the rain because we'll be protected by the uh, by the by the mountains. But around Yerushalayim, when we're going to go camp and lay siege and go attack Yerushalayim, so we're not going to be protected from the rain. So we're going to have no place to set up camp. So we're again still afraid of the rain. So Shalchulei. What does that mean? They have caves around Yerushalayim. And that was actually where they buried their dead. The people from Yerushalayim used to bury the Beisach Kvaris was in caves. So he told them their Kvaris, the caves that are around Yerushalayim, are better than even your palaces. You don't have to worry. There's caves around Yerushalayim that you could you could you could set up camp in the caves, and you don't have to worry about the rain. You're worried because it's going to be an open area. There's places to hide over there. There's places to set up camp. Yeah. The caves are where there's dead people buried. So right. you can't be in a graveyard, basically? Yeah, but that's not the issue. The issue is place to come. There's protection. Okay. Again, so you see over there, that's a different issue. We've we'll got to that. That's the passage that, that they sent him. So we won't get to that. To that idea. But the, he, so basically, there's a whole long conversation here between Nebuchadnezzar and Amun Umayyav. Should he come? Should he not come? He sounds like he's giving very lame excuses here. He sounds like for some reason he's not interested in coming. And Tzorich Bir, we have to understand Pshat, Adkad, this is the end of the Gemara. So, so he says as follows. He named Mavur Mitzivri HaGemara. We see from the Gemara here one thing. What began, and eventually from this story, Nebuchadnezzar came and then he left and Nebuchadnezzar came, but this was the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar coming to destroy Yerushalayim and the Beit HaMikdash. So it seems from here that HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Megalgal, he brought about Korban Bayez Rishon. How? That Nebuchadnezzar was told the words of the Nevi'im to Kla Yisrael. He was informed of their words. And because of that, he put up a fight, but eventually he came. Now, Uve Gemara Gittin, in Masech the Gittin is a Gemara, Mevor, Shechurban Ba'ishenin is Gagal Ede Maitza Sinaschinim Shal Kamsa Bar Kamsa. We all know, and Bez Hashem will go through the story of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, like you probably never heard it before, but that's for the next, after this. The story of Bakamsa Bar Kamsa was the, the, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought about Churban Ba'ishenin. Churban Ba'ishenin, we all know, was the, the Beis HaMedish was destroyed because of Sinaschinim. So, the Churban was brought about through a story of Sinas Chinam, of Kamsa Mar Kamsa, Ayin Sham, look over there. Umash Masham, the Marshazal, the Marshah, one of the Mepharshim on the Gemara says, Shehu Mipnei Sheachet Shegarm Churban Bayashena Ayasinas Chinam. Like we just said, since the Chet that caused the Churban was Sinas Chinam, Kimay Shekasa Vigamara Yuma, 
מקדשני שיועסקי מטר ומצווה סגמילוס חסדן מפני מאחוריו. The Gemara says, the first base of Mikdash was destroyed because of three Averis Chamuras. Avedizara, Gilei Arayis, and Shvichas Domin. Says the Gemara and Yuma, the second base of Mikdash, Klai Yisrael was Oisik B'Tayra, Uve Mitzvah, Vigmil Chasadim. So the Gemara says, Mipnei Machara, what's the reason it was destroyed? So the Gemara says, Mipnei Shaisa B'Sinas Chinam, like we all know, because there was Sinas Chinam. Pirish, Ulachain Gilgal Akadish Baruch Hu Esachur Baraydei Maitzah Shal Sinas Chinam, Mida Kenegen Mida. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because the main Avera that caused the Chorban was Sinas Chinam, how did HaKadosh Baruch Hu ignite, so to speak, get the ball rolling for the Chorban to happen? It was through a story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, Sinas Chinam, that he got up Bar Kamsa and he ran to, to Rome and he, and he informed on Kla Yisrael. And uh, or he made up a story about Klai Yisrael that they're rebelling, and because of that, they sent the troops to go destroy the Beit Hamikdash. So what began the actual korban was the story of Sinatchina, Mida Kenagin Mida, because since the prevalent Avera that brought about the destruction wasn't that one story. That's what got the ball rolling. It was obviously rampant in Klai Yisrael. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to show us and to teach us what's the Avera that's destroying the Beit HaMikdash, we'll go look. What started it, what ignited, what got the ball rolling? Sinatchina. V'hinei, ha-marshom nefarish m'megillah, ha-tam sh'ha-kadosh baruch hu manish midah Kadal tell us that ha-kadosh baruch hu punishes midah k'negah midah. All the time. Why? What's the point? Because ha-kadosh baruch hu doesn't punish for no reason at all. Kadosh baruch hu punishes with the matara, with the purpose of Klai Yisrael doing tshuva. Now how am I supposed to know what I did wrong? So Hashem punishes me. So if a person does an Avera with their right hand, and the next morning they get up, their left hand is swollen. They're not going to associate the, uh, the punishment with the Avera. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes Mida Kenegin Mida, So a person should associate the two together. Shouldn't think it's, it just happens to be a coincidence. Today I hit someone with my, I did an Avera with my right hand, and my left hand became swollen. No. That I think it's a coincidence. So a person should know Bishvil Sha'inish Zek Eino Avera Sha'asa. He'll put, be able to associate the two together, Ayin Sha'am. Ulufiza. So now, according to this, now that we have established the idea that Akadish Baruch Hu punishes Mida Kenegin Mida, and in Bayashani, the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa began the Khorban because that was the Avera. So therefore we have to understand So if we were in charge here If we were Hashem so to speak So it would probably make a lot of sense That how does HaKadosh Baruch Hu start Chorban Bayes Rishon Something to do with That's how it would be a picture perfect uh, Shear And I'd be able to close up shop And go on to the next topic It would be very easy But it's not so easy So we have to understand Lama Gilgal HaKadosh Baruch Hu Esach Chorban Ayidei Divrei HaNeviyim Shaydil in Vuchanetzer Eza Mida Kenegin Mida what is the Mida Kenegad Mida? We have to understand something else that's very important, and that is that everything in the Khurban 
was done with a cheshben for Klai Yisrael to learn from. I think of Chatzel, the Chayim Levrach, used to say over. Sorry, I had a question? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What was what? I didn't hear, what was the question? The question is, if everything is done, Mida connected Mida, we just saw the whole Gemara that HaKadosh Baruch Hu began the Korban through Amun Umayyav telling Nebuchadnezzar the words of the Nevi'im to Klai Yisrael. So what's the Mida connected Mida in that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu started the Korban? For Baez Rishon? For yeah. Yeah, the, the Gemara said that the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu started off Korban by his mission was that Avon Amoyev sent a message to Muchanetzar that the Neviim have already foretold that you're going to destroy the Beit Hamikdash. What is the Mida connected Mida in Hakadosh Baruch Hu starting the Korban that way? By Kamsa Bar Kamsa, it's very simple. Sinatzinam, Sinatzinam. But the first base of English was the three Averis Hamurais. Where do you see the Nemida Kenegid Mida in this story? Now, Rav Chatsky used to say that the Chizuk and Amun Bitachan that you could get from learning about the Korban is equal to, I think, or more than you could get from learning about the Siyas Mitzrayim and all the Nisan that occurred, which are the Yisaitis or Amuna. So, it's, it's the Rabbi Nisham again, the, the Korban was unbelievable tar for Klai Yisrael as we'll see throughout our Limudim terrible terrible time terrible a lot of blood was shed and so on and so forth but there's a lot of Emuna and HaKadosh Baruch who brought it to us and taught it to us to teach us different Yisaitis to Emuna and therefore we have to be very careful and the truth is even there's another story in the Gemara there really when Nebuzaradan when when actually came I think it was Nebuzarad, and actually came and was laying siege to Yerushalayim. The Gemara says over there that he had, he was trying to break into the city, and he had special iron that is so sharp it smashes through other iron, it smashes through metal. So he's trying to smash through the doors of the gates of Yerushalayim, and he was had these loads and loads, camel full, 300 camels, I think, full of these sharp, sharp spears and arrows, and none of them worked. Every one of them bounced off. And he got to the last one, and he decided he's going to turn around and go home. And at that point, the Bosco came out and said, no, now it's time for you to go and and uh, destroy Yerushalayim, don't go home. And he took the, there's two sides to the arrow, there's the wooden side and the metal side. He took the wooden side, like the handle, and he hit it against the wall, and it just popped right open. And Akadosh Baruch told him, because the, the Lashon over there, when he finally d- destroyed the Beis Hamikdash, Hashem told him, listen, it was already a destroyed building, it was already a burnt down building, he didn't really do anything. And again, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was even telling Nebuzaradan, even telling Nebuzaradan, that if you think it's you destroying the Beis Hamikdash here, it's not you. Klai Yisrael through, the, through their Chatoim brought about this Chorban. And you are just my Kaylee that I'm bringing about this Chorba. And you could have the best weapons in the world and it's going to just bounce off the walls of Yerushalayim. 
But if I say it's time, if I say it's destroyed, you can take nothing, a piece of wood, and it'll knock down the wall. You'll burn a base having dash. It's not you, it's me. And you wanted to even teach Nebuzaradan and forget Nebuzaradan, but Negea to us. That it was not Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuzaradan, it was our Averis that destroyed Yerushalayim. When he came, and, and this is an Avashachayim, Rav Chaim Velochner writes in Avashachayim, that when a person does an Avera, the Tumah that he brings about, and when Klai Yisrael did the Averas, and they were in Metame, the Beis Hamikdash, they did more damage to the Beis Hamikdash than the Buzarazim did, and the Bukhanetzar did. The Beis Hamikdash was already destroyed, it was an empty shell. It was stones, but it was nothing. It was stones that were empty of Kedusha, empty of any life to them. We destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. They just came and gave the last clap. They came and they, they really did nothing. In the end, they didn't even ignite it. The Medrash tells us Malachim came and burned down the Beis Amigdash, etc., etc. But the idea is to understand it wasn't just a destruction. It was a destruction orchestrated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to teach us a lesson, Midah Kenegan Midah, and to teach us Yisaitis of Ashkacha Pratis, Emunah Bitachain, to understand of why the Korban took place. But now we have a question here, and that's what we're up to. Why did the story begin with Nebuah? So he continues as follows. Ksiv. There's a pasuk in Chavakuk that says a Nebuah about the Chorban. Chavakuk Hanavi tells us, I'm going to bring up the Kastim. Hagoya nation. Hamar, a bitter nation. Ham. Nimhar, Bahanimar, a rush, the hasty nation. they will go to the ends of the earth. Loreshes to inherit Mishkanais Lai places that don't belong to him. This is the Pasuk that describes to us who the Kastim, which is Babel, who they are. Upirishagra says the Gran Kabakuk. The Grah tells us that there are different types of Moras. Now the literal translation of Mara is bile. Um, a person has in their body, the, uh, the Mara is called the gallbladder. That's really the name of the Mara, is the gallbladder. And there's different biles and different things that are in a person's body. Now Chazal tell us there are four types of Moras. And each one represents a certain Midah. And it brings a person to different types of Midahs. So says the Groh, HaMoro HaDuma, there's something called the Red Mara, Tailid HaKas. That makes a person angry. Like it says, Kaved Kayes, from the redness, Kaved is the... Is the um, is the is the liver and the liver is bloody and it's red kayas that comes from that brings kas so vizehu hamar so says the gra when it says here we're describing the kastim what are they they're a nation a guy hamar says the gra that's referring to mar miloshen more nefesh they're very very angry people so we translate it as bitter, but the Gra is telling us it has to do with anger. Then we have Hamora Yeraika, green bile, green mara. 
which bile is really green, I think. But that's Tailin Mihiris Hamaruba. That brings a person to be very hasty. Maher. Mizehu Hanimhar. So these Kastim are Mar, they have a dose of anger. And they have a dose of hastiness. Then we have something called Umara Hashchaira, the black Mara. What does it do? Toilid. Not sure what that im is. Sheyimas bechala elam kula. The person should be never happy with anything. He's disgusted with things. Number one. Or it makes him never satisfied. As much as he has, he always wants more. That's the third Mida we're describing the Kastin. So they're full of anger, they're hasty, and not only that, they're never satiated. They're always going to the ends of the earth to get things that they don't have. I don't care what this has to do with gallbladder. You know, no, I'm just saying, the gallbladder has to do with bile. Uh, you have to speak to Dr. Goldstein about that. So, don't speak to him about it. Okay, fine, you want. Good, good idea. But anyways, uh, but I'm just saying that in modern, not in modern Hebrew, in, in, in Chazal also, in the Gemara, when we refer to the gallbladder, it's called the Mara. That is the name of the gallbladder. The gallbladder has to do with biles and different things like that. And... I just pointed that out. But there are different maras in the body, different maras, different biles. They probably have what to do with the mara, the gallbladder. And each one of them, Chazal tell us, play an effect on a person's, who they are, on their, uh, on their midas, and what uh, tendencies they have. If a person has an overabundance of the red mara, he's a person who's going to be an angry person. If a person has an overabundance of green, he's going to be a hasty person, and so on and so forth. These are what make up the midas of a person. Well, is it physically able to tell what a person has an overabundance of? Not that I know of. I don't think so. But I'm not sure. I don't know. So now, so these are the three Midites, says the Gra, that the Kastim have. Bovel have these three Midites. Now, said, he continues as follows. These three are each one worse than the next. Why? Because Hamar hu We said the first one, that's the person who gets angry. Now, a person who gets angry... Um, it's not the end of the world. Why? Because it says in Mishlei, Avo be'erech apayim yifute kotzid. Pirish, kashera kotzid marech apay, ayideze yifute. Ki behemshech azman yifato yisay lachto mikaisay. That means to say, if a person gets angry, even if he gets angry very quickly, but it doesn't mean he can't be calmed down. Over time, he could calm down. And as long as he doesn't act on his anger, so slowly you could pacify the person. So it's not the end of the world. It's a bad vida, but it's not the end of the world. But what happens if not only if he's a, is he a person who gets very angry, Ulam Hanimhar, what if he's also a hasty person? Ein Lefataisa, you don't have the time to pacify him. Pirish Kimimaher Lifal Al Pikatsai, because right away he starts acting. 
So, if a guy gets burning angry, and you don't have time to pacify him, because immediately after he gets angry, he's already lashing out, so you're in trouble. So, Afhanimer, okay, so, so that's number one. So, when you put Nimar on top of Hamar, you put Hasty on top of Anger, so that's already not such a good mixture. But, that's still not so bad. Why? Because af hanimer eina oisadover kim l'tayelus la'atzmah. Even someone who's hasty, but they're only going to do things to a degree. If it's going to benefit themselves. I'm angry, I'm hasty to act on my anger, but at least it's negea my benefit. To do things that have no seichel at all, that I don't benefit from at all, that's not something I do. So at least there's an end to, there's a gvul, there's an end to how angry the person's going to get. But, ha-hoylech, l'reshes, mishkanos loy loy, when it says over here, he's going to be l'reshes, to go and conquer, things loy loy, says the gro, you know what that means, loy loy? Loy loy means, she'en loy bohem tayelis klal. Even it's something that he doesn't get any benefit out of it. There's no purpose in it. Just to destroy, for example. Okay, benefit on destroying things that I'm never going to get anything out of. But if you have a person, some people have them either. They don't care. They're just out to destroy things. V'zel Shomar, ha'hoylech l'merchabe Eretz. It says he's going to go to the ends of the land. Ki ha'horetz nechlekes l'zayin chalokim oyaklimin. Says the Gra, the world is divided up into seven different parts, or seven different climates. L'chein ha'hoylech l'merchabe Eretz. So, if a person is going to all ends of the earth, they're never going to be happy. Because, he says, says the Gra, because since there's so many different changes in the different places around the world, if he's willing to go to all ends, so as he goes from one place, from cold to hot, from nice to this to that, there's all different types of the world, he's never going to be satisfied. So says the Gra, Pirish, Hakastin, Ubiprat Nebuchadnezzar HaRosha. Nechavaku Kanavi was saying the following, the Kastin, and especially Nebuchadnezzar, Yiyu Kaisonim, they're going to be angry people, Aydei Mara Aduma, through the red Mara. Vinim Harim Lasis Pikas Aydei Mara Yeruka, and they're going to be hasty to act on that anger because of the green Mara. Vahayuchim Lemerchave Aretz Loreshes Mishkinais Loy Loy Aydei Mara Ashkaira. They're never satisfied with what they have, they always want the next thing, they always want something else. So they like this climate? No, I'm not satisfied with this climate. I need another climate. I need another part. I need to conquer more. Don't you have enough? You can never even travel around the world so many times in your life. How many places are you going to go already? How many places are you going to see? It's not shy. I don't care. I just need more. I'm never satisfied. So HaKadosh Baruch HaEidei Chavaka Kanavi says that I have created a nation 
and especially a person named Nebuchadnezzar, who is made up in an extreme way of three Marats. He's Hagoy Hamar. He gets angry. Hanimhar. And he acts very hastily on his anger. And not only that, he's never satisfied. He's always looking for more and he's never satiated. And this Bria called Nebuchadnezzar and the and the Babliim, the Kastiim, they're the ones who are going to come and destroy Yerushalayim and exile Kla Yisrael to Baba. That, says the Grah, is the Mivua Chavakuk told Kla Yisrael. Someone had a question there? No? Yeah? Um, those three things, uh, three types of Mara, did that, like the anger and the hastiness and the always wanting more, are those, are those in some way connected, like three of yours somewhere else? Well, let's, let's get that. The Tzorachian, so... Apartment? Sorry. Yeah, person? A person that's not happy will do things that aren't going to even benefit him? Right. If he has the overabundance, what? Why will he do that? He's always because if a person is never satiated, so then that means to say they just need to keep on getting and getting and getting and getting. And even if at the end it's not going to be something that they have a tayelis for, they're still they just want to go conquer and conquer and conquer some more. They don't. They may not necessarily go hand in hand. I may. I agree. They may not. Just as someone is not satiated, doesn't mean they won't do things that don't have a tayelis. However, here with his overabundance of marashchira, it's two things. He's eretz. He's going to go to the ends of the world because he's never happy. And not only that, he has such an abundance of this marashchira that he's even to do things that he doesn't get any tayelis out of them at all. You're right, they may not go hand in hand, but over here, he had an overabundance of both meters. So we have to understand, Why is the Gros stressing this Indian of these Morais? Is the Gros saying that Asadish Baruch's Nevuah is, this is who I'm sending because he has an overabundance of these Morais, so what does that have to do with anything? Like why? That's, so we're up to two questions so far. The Nevoah question and the question here with the Morris. We continue. The Ayin Be'echarab. What's the second question? This question of why is the Grah stressing the union of the different Morris that that is what are the Midas of Nebuchadnezzar and Baba. What significance does that have? What's the first question? Why it was through, through the Nevoah. Oh. Now we continue. The Pasuk says, The Major says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I did everything for you. I sent you so many Nevi'im to try to get you to do Tshuva. How many Nevi'im? Two Nevi'im in the morning and two Nevi'im in the evening. It says the Pasuk in 
The Pazuk says, Hashem sends you, I said, I thank you, Nevi'im, every single day, two in the morning and two in the evening. Now, so Hashem sent Nevi'im. So we have to understand another thing here. Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu send specifically Nevi'im to give Klai Yisrael Musa? You want to give Moser, so you get a tzaddik, a tamachacham. Why does it specifically have to be a Navi? Now, the question really is not such a good question, as we'll see, it's just leading itself in here. The Seigal Rav was was a Medrash. And the Medrash says that until a certain point, the Nevi'im said, Nevu'ah Baruch HaKadosh. From then and on, no more Nevi'im. Rather, Hat Aznecha Ushma Divrechacham. You should lend, uh, lend your ear and listen to the Chachamim. Meaning, Nevu'ah has stopped, and now it's time for Chachamim. Pirushagra, Ad Kan Hayu Anavim, when did the Nevi'im end? Pirush Meshahargu Esyeitzer Hara Batlo Hanabula. When the Anshe Knesset Agadayla destroyed the Yetzahara of Avaydazara, at that same time, Nevua ceased to exist. They went hand in hand. The Bittel of Yetzahara of Avaydazara was coincided with the Bittal of Nevoah. Now, the Indian Hariga Siyetzahara, Hainu Yitzhu Davai Dezara Shayashayla Bedar Sirishaynim, Kamashikasa Rashi Bisanhedrin, fine, We've said this once before. The Yitzhahara that was so strong that one of the Amiraim said that tomorrow we're going to talk about Chavereinu Menashe. Talking about our friend Menashe. And Menashe came to him in a dream and told him, chutzbah, you call me your friend. He asked him a shayla in learning. He didn't know the answer. And he told him, you don't even know a simple question. Uh, I might see or might see, whatever it was. And he told him, you call me. I'm your friend. So he asked him, so what was chatting you? You ran after you were you were so Isaac So he told him, if you would have been there, you would have picked up the bottom of your coat and you would have run after the Avaidazara. That's how the Snokichipuliglima. You would have taken the bottom of your shirt, picked it up and ran after the Avaidazara. So it's something that's very hard for us to understand, but there was an unbelievable Yatsahara of Avaidazara to go serve Avaidazara. We know the Gemara tells us in Masech the Yuma, Shashikneses Hakdelot Samu, they fasted, Vizbalu Lashem, Shayaver, Sayitzu, Davai Dezorim in Oilam. They dived into Hashem, because what happened was, and they came back in the beginning of Bayashani, and the Yitzhara of Dezorim still existed, and they said, if this goes on, we could forget about Bayashani. If it's destroyed by Yisrishan, and by Yisraeli is not even the same Madrig as by Yisrishan, we're done. So they fasted and they davened HaKadosh Baruch Hu to get rid of the Yitzharah of Yitzhara. And when they did that, the Yatsami Beis Kachi HaKadoshim, Ki Gurya Danura, a small lion cub, a fi- made out of fire, 
came flying out of the Kedush HaKadoshim Va'amr le'navi li'Yisrael And the Navi told Klai Yisrael Ha'inu Yitzhud Avaydazara See that? That's the Yitzhud of Avaydazara That destroyed the Beis HaMikdash And killed so many people in Klai Yisrael And that's what it was Ayin Shah So what do you see? V'shamina meha The Yitzhud Avaydazara He attacked Kemai Eish if the Yitzhar Babaydazara, the form that came out of the Kaisha Kadashim, was a lion, a fiery lion. So you see, the strength of the Yitzhar Babaydazara was like fire. Now, Yirmiyoah Navi at one point decided he's done with Nebuah. He's not saying Nebuah anymore. Uchsiv, Yirmiyoah Navi says in Parakhah, I decided Hashem is saying so many Nebuahs that are so bad I'm done I'm resigning from being a Navi and I don't want to say them anymore so Hashem will tell them to me I'm not going to say that says the Pasuk and all of a sudden it was like a fire raging in me in my bones the Nilesi Kalka Vulayucha Many times I thought I'm not going to say it. It was like a raging fire. And I wasn't able to hold myself back from not saying it. So we see there was the fire of Avaydazara. And there was the fire of Nevoah. Zel u'mazeh. Keneged Yitzhud avaydazar shayabayur ke'esh shalach lanu ha'kadosh baruch hu nevi'im shenevuasa ma'yaseh be'eris kamay'esh. So we want to know why is it ha'kadosh baruch hu needed dafka nevi'im to give us Musar? Because what was the big problem? One of the main problems of the Yitzhar avaydazar. So the the antidote to the fire of Avaydazara is the fire of Nebuah. A Chacham, a Tzadik, a Musa Shmuz, that wouldn't work. You need to fight fire with fire. Now Kaddish Baruch Hu gave it to us. And if we would have listened to the Nevi'im, we would have been saved from the Yitzhar of Avaydazara. So now makes a lot of sense. When Nachi Knesset Sagadala got rid of the Yitzharvaidazara, Nivua had to be bottled. Because it was Zalumazah. And you have to remember that's all part of the idea that there's Bakira in the world. There's Bakira in the world. So if there's the Yitzharvaidazara, there has to be Lutzaratayv, Nivua. And if there's a Nevoah in the world that's at Hatayv, there has to be the Ra, Zelu Mazet, to balance it out. But if we're going to have Nevoah without the Yitzhar Vavayda so the Tzad Hatayv is too strong, and there's no more Bakir anymore, that can't be. So if we asked Hashem to get rid of the Yitzhar Vavayda and Hashem acquiesced to us, for whatever reason, He was masking to Klai Yisrael, but the same points, we lose Nevoah, because it's Zelu Mazet, you can't have one without the other. So therefore, Benishru Chachamim Laichiyach Hasam Kenegadei Tzara Ragel. There's no Nevuah, so that's what the Seder Eilam said. Ad Khan there was Nevuah. Now you want to get Musi, you listen to the Chachamim. 
That's perhaps what the Grah means. So we know now that the antidote to the Etzahara of Avedazara was the Nevi'im. How many Nevi'im? So we said, Nevi'im two times a day, twice two in the morning, two in the evening. The Nachzerling and Engel, let's go back to what we're talking about. If we would have listened to the Nevi'im, whose words are fire, Omnam, Akasavimer, what does the Pasuk tell us? Vayishlach Hashem Malikeabiseim Aleim Yad Malachov Hashkei Mishaloyach Kichamal Al Amay Valma Oinoi. The Pasuk in Divrayamim tells us Hashem sent in the hands of His Malachim, meaning His Neviim, every morning. Kichamal Al Amay Valma Oinoi. Hashem had Rachmanis on Klai Yisrael. Hashem had Rachmanis on the Beis Hamikdash. He didn't want to destroy it. But what happened? They made fun of them. They scorned them. Says the Pazik and Dibrayamim, Kla Yisrael ignored them. Not only ignored them, they were Mavaza them. They scorned them. They screamed at them. They weren't interested in them. Until it came to the point Hashem's anger was so strong There was no cure left This is a very important story The Rambam and Elchashuva tells us Because most of you do know this Rambam I think But not in this context The Rambam tells us That a person could come to a level Of doing Averis Doing Averis that Hashem takes away the Kaya Hachuba. Who do we know that happened to? Parai. We all know Parai. That's the one we like to know about because it's not on the get us. That's the one we like to know about. What? Um, why do you say that? I mean, I know what you say. Yeah. What, so the power had no Bechira? No, that's why he had no Bechira, because he was seeing him. Yeah, but... Okay, but Chazal say that, um, that it only says, Vayichazik Hashem is Paroi, only after the fifth Makkah. Right? Till then it was Vayichazik, he, he was Mechazik his own heart. Right, so Chazal say that he lost the Kayach of Tshuva because if he strengthened his heart so many times, so then it came a point, Hashem took away the Kayach of Tshuva from him. So that's what Chazal say, and that's what the Rambam says. A person can reach such a Vajrega, that a Kodesh, so you have to know what that means, there's Bali Musr, they talk about what that means. But that's what the Rambam says. The Rambam says a person can reach a Vajrega of doing Averis, that a Kodesh Bohu takes away the Kayach Tshuva from him. The one example is Parai, but the other example, says the Rambam, is Kla Yisrael B'Sha'at HaKurban. Kla Yisrael had the opportunity to do Tshuva. Kleimar, this is the Rambam says, Chatu Birtsainam, they did Averis willingly, Vihirbu Lipshaya, Achinishaivu Limnoya Mehena Tshuva. Kla Yisrael reached a level that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Maineya Tshuva. 
What does the Pasuk say? Ad le'ein marpe. There's no cure. What's cure? What's a cure? Shua marpe. The marpe is tshuva. Kaddish Baruch Hu took away the Kaya Hachuva from Kla Yisrael. We'll get to the Ramam a little later, back to the Ramam. But it's a very important understanding in what went on, Bishat HaKurman. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent his Nevi'im, says the Pasuk in Divrei HaYomim. Kla Yisrael, Vayu Boizin, Vayu Malivim, B'Malach Elikim. They scorned them, they were Mavazadim. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I've given you the opportunity to do tshuva, you don't want to do it, Ein Marpe. You're done. That was the question, what did it Yeah, we'll see in a moment, yeah? So what's the concept of Yeshuvah on a way to What's the what? What's the concept that a person can always do Tshuva? The Raman says it comes to the point that a person loses his Kaya Tshuva. If HaKadosh Baruch gives a person many, many opportunities to do Tshuva, HaKadosh Baruch says you come to the point that you've lost it. So, the, 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 that's what the Rambam says. I'm not going to go into the Rambam now. Some say Avadi Kaduchuva, he just lost his Yatta Dishmaya. But the Pashat reading of the Rambam is that one of the punishments a person could get is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Maineya Mayhem the Kaya Hachuva. That's what the Rambam says. Now, let's see. Continues. Hinei. Chutz me'anavim shenishlechu kedela achzirim b'tshuva. Besides for the Nevi'im that were sent, Gam Yisurim bo'aleam u'matarazu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu also sent Yisurim. Pains and afflictions. V'chumashikasav mikaf regel v'ad roish e'in bo'y misoyim. From the heel of their foot until their head, there wasn't a place in their body that was left without some type of affliction. Petza v'chabura u'makatriya. They were afflicted with terrible, terrible afflictions all over their bodies. And the tachlis of the Yisurim was also wake up, do tshuva. They didn't pay attention. The pasuk over there says in Yirmiyah. I'm sorry, Yeshaya. Amatoichai oitai sifusara, pirisharadak. Loitalu alivavchem amatemukim. You don't even think for a moment why are you being struck by Hashem. Ki oitai sifusara. You continue to do bad, not thinking perhaps it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu who is afflicting you. You're going on as if nothing happened. Says the Radak, explaining the Pasuk, that you're going along as if it's okay, so I, I got afflicted, they got afflicted. It just happens, it's going around, you know. It just happens, what goes, comes here, it's, it's, well, they didn't associate the two together. The Rambam, in the beginning of Hilkas Taina says, Mitzvah asay lizoik ulohariya. Whenever there's a tzara in Klai Yisrael over there talking about different plagues and different things that are going on, there's a mitzvah to cry out and to daven. 
says the Rambam this is one of the Jerachim of Tshuva what's the point because when a Tzara comes and you cry out to Hashem they will know people will understand and come to the realization why did this bad thing happen because we're bad we did something wrong we got a punishment and just understanding the fact that Tzara's come because of Averis that in itself is the first step of bringing about that HaKadosh Baruch will remove the Tzara. The realization and the acknowledgement that we are responsible for the Tzara, that is Gairim, that's the cause for the Rafuah. Says the Rabbi, But if a person will not cry out, and will not dive in, will ignore it. Listen, it's the way of the world. So there's a plague. You know, every six years there's a plague. Every once, every fifty years there's a plague. Vitzarazu nikra nikris. It just happened to be. Harezu derech achzarius. Says the Ramam, someone who says that, that's the way of achzarius. Pirish. Ki achzar oyev tzarius v'yisurim. That's the way of a person who enjoys yisurim. If you refuse to acknowledge HaKadosh Baruch hand in something, so why should I do tshuva? <laughs> if it just happened every 70 years, every 50 years, every whatever it is, it happened, so it's not do with me, so what do I need to do tshuva for? So, if I don't need to do tshuva, so that means my actions don't have consequences. So I'm going to continue doing bad things. Why not? There's no cause and, and effect here. One thing I'm doing, I'm doing Averis. I'll do more Averis. But if the whole point of the Tzara is to wake us up, so that our actions caused it, so if we acknowledge it, we'll get rid of it. All we will do is that Kaddish Baruch will say, and that's what the Rambam continues, if you're going to go, and you're going to say that everything that happened is carry, it's mimikra, it just happened, it's not from Hashem. I'm going to continue to bring more and more and more until you finally wake up. So we have over here, Kalal Yisrael not paying attention to Yisurim. They're not paying attention to Yisurim. What are they saying? The Radak says, they don't think that has anything to do with Hashem. It's Bikari, said the Radak. It's a Derech Mikra. It happens to be that they're afflicted with Yisurim. It's not an Einish. So they're ignoring the wake-up calls of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They're ignoring the wake-up calls of the Yisurim. That's number one. We said before they ignored the words of the Vim. But the words of the Vim is not enough to just ignore. The words of the Nevi'im are like fire, we said, that should penetrate them. They had to actively do something to be immune from the words of the Nevi'im. And they were nishatsku, they strengthened themselves not to be, that the words of the Nevi'im should not be mashpia on them. 
Besides for the fact that we said before in the Pasuk they just were Mavazah the Nevi'im, that's one way of making a way. You know, if you say that they're fanatics and crazy people, so of course people are going to ignore them. But they did more. They did actions in order to make themselves immune from the words of the Nevi'im. The Pasuk says in Yeshaya, a person in the morning is going out to work. So in the morning you don't have a lot of time. You're in a rush. You're rushed to get out in the morning. So what do you do? You don't drink a lot. If a person wants to get shikr very easily, if a person wants to um, make themselves, you know, not paying attention to the world, so a person wants to drink and they want to become happy and high. But there's two ways to become drunk. And one is the slow and steady but sure way. And then there's like the quick fix way. So in the morning when you're in a rush to go out to work, you don't drink a lot. You, drink, you take something very strong that you only need a little bit of it and poof, you're flying high. So that's why he says, the Pasuk says, that in the morning they took Sheikhar. That's why it's called Sheikhar. You become Sheikhar very quickly from it. means in the evening, then you have much more time. You're home already. Then, it says Yayin. They drink wine. Yadikim till it ignites. Adashar Yadikim That is the first thing the Gra says. In the morning they were drinking quick fix. And in the evening they were taking it slow and steady. Now the Grah doesn't really explain what's the Pasuk talking about here in Yeshaya. But according to what we said before, it fits in beautifully. Because what happened every morning and every evening? Who was standing at the door as you went out to work? Or the person went out to work? Two Nevi'im screaming, doing tshuva. I don't want to hear those Nevi'im, so I make myself immune to it. I don't have time to sit around and get drunk. My wife's kicking me out of the house. So what do I do? I take a little schnapps, real strong, uh, 190 proof. Poof, take a shot of it, and go on. And uh, the VM, I wave to them with a big smile. I'm not, I come home from work, and they're standing there too. I'm also not interested. Then I have more time. I take it the slow way. So every morning, so that's the first thing that Klai Yisrael did to make themselves immune from the Nevi'im. Yeah? And why did they specifically become immune to them? They didn't want to do Tshuva. So that was a way of saying, I don't want to be sure. Yeah, because they were afraid that the Nevi'im's words will make a, an impression on them. So if they, if they make themselves immune to the words of the Nevi'im, they won't do tshuva. Now the pastor continues, yeah? Yeah? So 
Yeah, but they don't want to do tshuva. They're doing things to ignore the Nabim. No, see, there's two things. They, they make fun of the, they, they didn't want to do tshuva. They weren't interested in doing tshuva. So there's ways you could do things. You could ignore Yisurim and you could say it's not from the Rabbani Shalom. The Nevi'im, you could even bad to them and you could say they're, they're, they're crazy people, they're fanatics. For Lamaisa, every person has the Yiddish and the Shama and eventually, if our Kodesh Baruch Hu sends two Nevi'im in the morning, two, Chazal tell us how many Nevi'im were sent. Kiflayim Kiyaitse Mitzrayim. Double the amount of Klaiso and Mitzrayim. So they about 1.2 million Nevi'im throughout the year telling us to do tshuva. So come a point that the words will start hitting their mark. So they had to make Eitzahs. The Eitzahara. See, it's all part of the Eitzahara. They wanted to do their Averis. They didn't want to do tshuva. So they had to make themselves immune from the words of the Navi. Yeah, had a question here? So, why, like, what was their motive? They just wanted, they wanted to follow the Eitzahara. It seems like it was the Like. Yeah. Well, if it was just that they wanted to call the Eitzahara, like, wouldn't that just be out of Taiva? Well, eventually it comes to the point of, of so entrenched. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah. Yes, it's just, like, really actively going against the shot. Like, going for a person says, like, I know we shouldn't eat the cheeseburger, but yeah. I don't know Taiva. I understand. Taiva, I understand. It comes to the point. That's why it was, well, that's why they reached the point that Hashem was going to have because of all these things. Yeah, okay, because they got to that. They got to that. Uh, my dragon. So, that was there. No, once they were actually going against it, Hashem punished them, and even if they reached the point of no return, that even if they wanted to chuba, it would be too late. Now he continues, it gets better. Don't make it The Pasuk continues in Yeshaya. They had these musical instruments. Kinar, Nevel, Type, Khalil. Pirish, says the Groh, Chosh of Dalid Mine Clay Zemmer, four musical instruments. Mikhuvanim El Dalid Mari Sheba Adam. There are four Maris. Before we talked about three Maris. There's a white Mara also. But Chazal tell us that for every Mara, there is a musical instrument that is the antidote to that Mara. What that means, I don't know. But I mean, you can understand it. You know, when a person uh, gets very angry or something like that, so then, you know, if you have certain things, calm them down and make them relax. So Chazal tell us that for the four Maris that there are, there are four musical instruments that are Mavatel, the Kayach of that Mara. So now, that's the lotion of the Grah. The Yisurim that they suffered from, from the bottom of their foot to the top of their head. The Gandivre Hanavim and the words of Nevim. According to natural things, eventually they shall wake up and do tshuva. It, it's just too much. They all turned down their tape recorders and they had their orchestras and they had their music playing. What do these Klezemer do? They 
these four Midas, these four Marais, before the Grah talked about specifically what they are. But these are the Mekairais in the person's body of a person reacting to different things. A person having a regish, a person having a feeling. He reacts to different things. But if you if you, so to speak, mute these things, these marais, you make them stay at bay, so that person doesn't get excited ever. Whatever the maras cause, they don't get excited. So a person's emotions are controlled by the rise and, and, and fall of different, what we would call, I don't know, we would call them... Uh, yeah, but what are emotions caused by? Different uh, hormones is the word I'm looking for, probably. Different hormones in a person's brain that, you know, if this person gets scared, a person gets excited, a person gets happy, a person gets anxious, and so on and so forth, right? So what do you do to get anxious? You need to do something to calm yourself down, right? If a person's always, like, in a calm state, they'll never get anxious, right? So two ways how to do it. You can, you know, take some pills and calm yourself down. You can drink some wine and calm yourself down. You can have musical... There's all different types of things that will uh, minimize how these reactions, and they're normal reactions. And this is like Baruch who set up the person's body, the person should react to situations. But there's always that fix it, so to speak, for those reactions. Right? If a person's supposed to be anxious at certain times, right? If, if the person's over anxious, not at the right times, so they need to help themselves. If a person's under anxious, it's also not a good thing. Right? If a person could just walk in the middle of this middle of a highway and not be nervous about getting hit by the car, it's not a good thing, right? So there's there's everything was made to be in balance. That's how the way it's supposed to be. So these four mine klizamer were metamtem as dalad hamidos hamenatzes arikshe adam. The Dalin Midas that are in charge of a person's emotions and feelings and reactions, so they had the antidote to keep these things very low, that they shouldn't be misfall from it at all. So they were ignoring it, they were ignoring the Nevi'im, they were ignoring the Yisurim. But how long could that last? The person is human. Eventually he's going to say, this hurts. Eventually he's going to say, you know what, the Nevi'im are making sense. But if you're going to go and, 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 and play these four Mine Klizamer, that take a person's Maris, and they take a person's reactions to things, and they make them very... Uh, Placid and very uh, comatose, so to speak. So then a person is not going to from anything. So this is what they did. They were great chachamim in doing evil. They understood exactly what these four maras do. And they were big chachamim in the world of music. And they used their Chachma, not the way they should have used their Chachma to go see Hashem and do Tshuva, rather Adarava, they used their Chachma to go against Hashem and His Nevi'im. Can Yes. Good word. Now let's just do one more paragraph. The end of that pasuk of getting drunk and the music is 
The Gros explains as follows. Toyal Hashem, the actions of Hashem, Nemar al Inyan Dulti Mira Bariya Bahama. Those it says Lo Yapitu. Yapitu means to gaze at something, to look deeply into something. So Payal Hashem is something that you don't see just right away. You have to look into it. Like a nice mister. Something that you have to look into, you have to gaze into it. Maisiyadov, the second half of the pasuk, the actions of his hand. That's Namral Inyan Anira Bria Ba'alma. they didn't see it. You can just look right away and you see it. That's an Ace Nigla. So the pasuk is telling us that after they drank and after they played these instruments, they didn't see anything. Not only they did not see Payal Hashem, the Nistar. My siyad of Lairo, they didn't even see the Nikla. And they suffer terribly. Some of the things they suffer from were my siyad, very clear. Some of them were that they were Payal Hashem. You need to think about it. It wasn't so simple to connect the dots that was from Hashem, but if you looked closely, you gazed into it, you would see it. But they stuffed up their hearts. And they stuffed up their emotions. Through the Sheikh in the morning and the Yain at night. And through these musical instruments. They were not able to gaze. They didn't see anything. They didn't see anything. And because of that, they made themselves immune from the Kayak of Chuba that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, was sending and was hoping that they would be misspelled from. But they went above and beyond the call of duty, not just to ignore it, but to make themselves immune from it. And we will stop over here. And we will continue on Thursday, Bez Hashem, and finish this up and see what the Mida Kenegan Mida um, was.